Hello and welcome into the Sora Andrews podcast brought to you by Sora Data. I am Andrew Laird. You can find me on Sora as Lairdino, joined as always by Andy Black, who you can find as Black on Sora. Andy, I was just coming to you. The chat is hopping today. <laughs> Mike Bastin, first one in there, and he made sure we knew it. And Mike, thank you for the efforts. Thank you for telling everybody to like the video. Uh, I have to say it it's fun doing this stream because it seems like a time when people like to just hang out and talk about so rare and we all have like our discords and our private chats but this feels like a little more i don't want to say of like a community because that's such a tired nft phrase but it's fun that everybody likes to hang out here so everyone thank you so much for joining us we had a fake topic today but we're really just here to pump some mls players probably not ones we're looking to sell but maybe you'll find out soon um yeah, thanks everyone. I'm just gonna go through. We have uh, Skate Perez, Quinny, good to see you. Bullstar, uh, Martin, good to see you. Bob Flynn, apologies if I miss anyone. Daniel Cooper, there's a lot of people here. Sojiwa, I love this your stuff as well. Um, how do you say pigez? Is that how you would say that? Pigez. Anyway, great question from them uh, earlier that we will get to. But thank you for those who are joining. Mike, to answer your question, we don't have intro music, and I actually did want to bring that up at some point, because if anyone wants to do some intro music for us, we'll happily take it. So if anyone has those skills. What's your what's your preference there? Like punk rock, uh, smooth jazz, uh, so Nella style? The um, I really liked the one that we had at Rotowire that was more like, it was like, it, I would say it was inspired by the like Champions League anthem. Like it's not like, I don't know what you call it. It's not like classical music, but it was like, I don't know what it is, but I like that sort of genre when it comes to this sort of stuff. But frankly, if anybody wants to do it for us, I'd happily take it and uh, feel free to DM me and uh, we can work something out. But yeah, so this whole like too many cooks in the kitchen, we had this idea to talk about and somebody was like, please do this podcast without talking about Seattle. And then you wore like the best jersey in Major League Soccer, which happens to be a Sounders shirt there. But um, I don't think we need to really talk about Seattle yet, if possibly at all. But how you feeling with MLS back? I haven't even opened the lineup builder. Um, honestly, I'm like super stressed out. I don't get anxiety over anything, but uh, the lineup builder is, I know it's going to just give me anxiety because Everything's live. Everything is live. So I, I did, I filled the lineup builder like six weeks ago with this game week, 248. And like, I feel like everybody has been like, oh man, when 248 comes, it's going to be great. And I was like, let me do it. I put all my lineups in. I went in today and I just cleared them all out. I was like, whatever I knew six weeks ago is gone. Yeah. I have other new cards, so I have to do it. And then I like went back to start doing it. And it's like so overwhelming. I was <laughs> just like, oh my God. There's, I'm not excited at all. For, it's for so many cards and it's like fun to have them back. But as we learned with like early season J League and K League, like we don't really know what's happening. Like some of the MLS teams, like we know their first teams. We've got Champions League this week, which is like, oh, we know who's a starter and who could rest the first game of the season or not. Right. Who knows? Right. And Escape Press just brought up the rewards for America are just awful. It's just, it's so bad. Not great. Not great. So bad. But we have the special weekly, which I was like, oh, it's MLS players. And then I was like, oh, it's three. You like, you don't even need five. And I mean, I get why they do that. But I, I don't know. My like real excitement for MLS, and frankly, I had the plan to play my best MLS players in All-Star anyway, but to like not really be able to take advantage of all your cards, at least on the first week, is kind of a bummer. So, I think the painful thing for like uh, uh, a lot of the user base where they might have like four lineups built ready to go, where they're either forced to play champion america or like they're gonna feel obligated to play it even though the rewards are like what is it like 25 cards or something in 20 row? yeah so um there's a lot of people that uh i don't know have big galleries like mine where i'm gonna play that regardless of i might deprioritize it a little bit but i'm playing it and uh 
Um, it's going to be tough to win one of those 25 cards because there's going to be a ton of entries. Like, there's a ton of MLS America cards out there. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Yeah. We were talking with our friend Sean Newsham, PSU fans, too, earlier today. His theory is that because they had so many rewards at the beginning of last season, they basically run out, which I have not checked, but is an, a reasonable explanation for why the rewards are so low this week with everyone back. My hope is that that's not the case and they literally just messed up and that they'll fix it next week. But only they know when the new cards are coming out anyway. Like, we don't know when it is. They came out, you know, I feel like if we use last year, it's tough to use last year because it started early. Although this year might be just as early, isn't it? Because they're trying to finish ahead of the World Cup. Yeah, they started remember. even earlier this year. Yeah, so maybe we get the cards a little earlier, but I don't know. It's if it's it was just kind of like we were all so excited, and then the reward yeah. numbers are just not there yet. So hopefully we'll we'll get to it. Do you? I mean, you said you haven't even built your lineups, but like, do you feel prepared for the MLS season? I bought a ton of cards. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I mean, I have tons of guys. I, yeah. I I'm I'm ready. It's yeah. just. Uh, the plan is to mostly play matchups because I, I don't own like uh, Carlos Gill or Zeller Ryan or any like the really, really super mega elite mids. And I feel like I need to go buy one. So I might I might buy one more player before season starts. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of all of my other stuff is just going to be matchups like my my goalkeepers, defenders and whatever. I'm playing matchups. Yeah. Yeah. The. The way that I was looking at the disappointing America, like rare and rare pros, like I, like I, I built lineups to play there, so yeah. it's not like I'm just gonna be like, oh, I'm not gonna play that this week because the rewards are bad. Like I have the cards, like I might as well play because right. it's there. But yeah, it, it was. Will you will you deprioritize it though? I completely deprioritized it. I mean, yeah. to be honest, I mean we've said I've said this for weeks now that like my better cards in my gallery are MLS cards, and so when they come back. I mean, I will pretty much always use my better MLS cards in uh, All-Star. And, and it's just flat out for the sheer reason that you feel like you can win a better better card there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, not to say, like, I don't think I have podium winning cards, but they're just more cards that what I is that? Keep. What does that mean? What does That's that true. Mean? That's true. As somebody, I, I have won once with cards that were total throwaways. So it's like All-Star is just totally lucky anyway. Yeah. But yeah, for, for rare, I just feel like yeah i can my upside is higher in in rare pro and in all-star rare pro basically than it is in america rare pro but maybe i maybe i'm backwards on that you know the once we start seeing rewards as in a realistic uh, volume maybe it changes my mind during the summer but as of now i'm planning on using most of them and and i you know it's i don't have to do a five mls line five player five mls player lineup in all-star like i I'll probably kind of mix and match with my European guys depending on matchups. But yeah, it seems like if you're if you're deep in MLS, the priority this week probably is the special weekly or all-star if your cards are that good. But Oh, I didn't look at the weekly. Is the weekly pretty good? It has the weekly has more prizes in it than um I think rare, but certainly more than rare, rare pro. It's got a lot of it's got a lot of super rares in it probably too. Right. So um, let me try to pull it up here. I'll, yeah. I'll probably just play my best uh, MLS cards there then. Yeah, it's 46 super rares. 25 of them are tier threes, but they're still super rares. And then I still don't know why they go from tier three super rares to tier three rares, but that's a mystery for another day. Yeah. But yeah, the America, like America is 150. Uh, Man, I would, I would really, I would really hope for the return of MLS that they could have had a star super rare in there. That would have been cool, right? Let's not. It would be cool. Yeah, words. absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> would have been cool. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think I was just getting myself all fired up because these are where my cards are. Like it was totally a, a selfish thing that I was like, they should blow this out. Because I'm ready, and you know, it's like that. Everybody always thinks of themselves first, so that's um, I don't know. That's well, all we'll good. I, uh, I'm glad you mentioned that though, because that's just where all prior like priority one will just go to that weekly. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I was talking to our friend Gator Guy 
Mr. Knighton season. And he's the one who pointed out the special weekly to me. And he was like, it's just a bummer because the, uh, you know, your super rares don't count for anything more. So like, you're like, Oh, I'll get this guy. He's a super rare to help me in rare pro. He, you know, he's not a, you know, a 60 L 15, but he's, you know, you're not going to get any benefit playing a Michael Bradley super rare in the weekly. I'll put it that way. I just, I just realized though, it's only three, three players. Three. Yeah. They're just so weak. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, I mean, and I don't even know. I assume there's, it's not all MLS prizes, but I could be wrong about that. I, I don't know for sure. So um, I'll look at that. look at that super quick. Yeah. Uh, so. No, it's everything. Yay. I mean, I say that I'm entering all-star with my. MLS cards anyway, but yeah. Uh, so, which is honestly like that's better. It's every everyone probably. But I just I I like the idea of um again better for end users. But I like the idea of like it's an MLS only tournament. You can only enter MLS players would be the way to do it. Right. Like I don't understand the whole three MLS guys. Yeah, like Bald Sherlock. Uh, uh, we're going to see Timber, Koku, and three MLS guys. I, I don't know that people will waste them there. <laughs> I, I certainly wouldn't waste them there if I had either of those players. But you're going to see, you know, like Sazinha, uh, I don't know, two elite players from other leagues that some whale's not using, and they're going to throw them in there with three MLS guys. Yeah. I wonder if we will see, like, a bunch of very, like, uh, what's the term? barbell is like the dfs term but it's like a stars and scrubs where it's like you know the equivalent of you know kokchu mbappe and then like bradley nagby and or that doesn't i think the player miller like i think the players and then three like mls scrubs i think the play there is you go get a defensive stack from like asia where those defensive players just smash and you get like the goalkeeper like uh goalkeeper and defender from a team that's got a good matchup right. and then you run them with your three best MLS players and and then start counting your money or your tier 3 super rare that probably is <laughs> unplayable but hey <laughs> right right yeah <laughs> i'll say i did win a tier 3 super rare last week from the from the special weekly thanks to my plethora of players who average under 45 points per game and uh he's not completely worthless so that was fun because I've won two others that were almost completely worthless, uh, which is kind of whatever. So, hey, Pegue, you think Almada's starting this weekend? Is he even here yet? I don't think he has his visa uh, straightened out. Might want to like triple check that. But he was back in Argentina working on visa stuff. It's amazing how late all that stuff happens. I can't believe like, it. Like I don't get it. <laughs> like we've known for months when the season starts. Just get him over here and figure it out. I wonder if it's like the governments just don't care. They're like, F you, um, we're going to work at our own pace and we'll get it done when we get it done. Like I, they have every reason to, but it just feels like the MLS teams waited. Yeah, maybe. But maybe they didn't. Maybe they everything submitted in December. I don't know. Well, you know what? So I wonder if, if Almada like couldn't start working on his visa until he actually had a contract signed. Oh, had like a contract? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. And that couldn't be signed until Barco left and all that. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, like we knew the deal was done, but the deal technically right. wasn't done. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of that. Like there, the do-your-own-research of MLS needs to be just going to every website, every team site, and just be like, hey, who's played in the friendlies? Simple yeah. as that. You know, like who's uh, – Well, then even recently? guys that played in the friendlies, like I saw, I don't know, one of our chats, there was somebody that was – super expected to play this weekend is already hurt or something that that's not helpful to anyone yeah. so I gotta, <laughs> i've got to go see who that is so that i don't like there's one really important player that everyone yeah has. he's hurt oh god i don't remember who it was but um, i mean guys get hurt this time if this part of season many but but i think a lot of the a lot of the stuff this week is just going to be like we there's just so much speculation of like who's going to start and Obviously, this time of year is just super tough because we don't we don't know. Like there are plenty of guys we know that Carlos Heel should start if if you know they play, and so yeah. um, it's it's once you go 
once you start getting deeper, it just becomes a little tougher to, you know, it just requires more work. And I think that was part of what was so overwhelming when I went to the lineup builder. So I was like, my God, I have so many players I have to like check up on. Yeah. Because... That's see, that's what stresses me out. And like somebody, somebody in chat, I, I don't remember who it was. Somebody mentioned Seattle's playing two games within like, I don't know, 72 hours or something. Yeah. So you think Ladero's going to play <laughs> more than like 45 minutes in either of those games? So is he then? Is he not usable? So do I play him in one of the games and then not in the other? Like I played him in the midweek. Hopefully that's the game he plays. Like if he right. plays sixty tomorrow, then I'll know on the weekend. Probably just don't use him. There's going to be better options. But yeah, well, yeah, like Jao Paulo hasn't played with them yet because he had some visa yeah. issues. But then I saw. T- was he the one who got a green card? I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Nuhu. Yeah. Uh, Joe Paulo and somebody else, I think. Someone else. Was the game, um, not Yamar, uh, uh, who's the other center back? Ariega. Yeah, I think yeah, he, yeah. Got the, he got one too. Right. So theoretically, they should be good, but um, we accidentally started talking about Seattle. Sorry, guys. It's like the anti bingo board. Yeah. But so everybody thinks Seattle should be good. I don't even want to go into it. Play everybody. I think Rusnak is the best player in the world because I have a super rare and for no other reason. But are there any teams that you think people may be sleeping on that, you know, everyone, I feel like uh, I was talking to somebody the other day about Johnny Russell. Yeah. Well, this was like a month ago. And they were like, do you think Russell's price is going to stay high? And it was like, when, if there are no games, he's going to be the top ranked player in MLS (laughs) until the season starts. So anytime somebody's going to look at, Oh, who should I go buy? He's going to be the first one you look at. So are there any, like, teams you think that are actually overlooked as opposed to just players? I mean, all of the common ones that other people are saying, I kind of nod in agreement. Sure, that could work out. San Jose, yeah, they could be they could be better. Um, I think Columbus crew, everyone is saying that they're going to be better. I don't 100% know that I buy it, but they're going to be healthier. They're going to not have as many, like, competitions that they're playing in. So, yeah, I, I could see it. Chicago, like I'm looking at, I've got MLS features pulled up on my other screen. Chicago is like the the worst, like one of the worst ranked yeah. teams in the league over here. But I mean, they've added some players that could be really interesting, at least attacky type players. And defensively, they, I don't know, they got rid of everybody and brought in new people. So could they be good? Sure. Nobody knows. Least, and they spend they, they spend money. So yeah, the Chicago thing is kind of funny to me because they were like one of the worst teams in the league last year. And everyone's like, they're terrible. They got mm-hmm. rid of everybody. And it's like, well, theoretically, that there's a possibility they are much better because yeah. they got rid of all They got rid of everybody, players. yeah. Right. So I'm not on board with Chicago myself, but uh, yeah. but I get that, um, like, I bet, you know, they could be better. The, I, I know the, who you like. You like Vancouver. You're a big Vancouver guy over there. I... I think Vancouver is really hard for me <laughs> for me to talk about this without looking completely biased. However, Vancouver was totally different once they got Ryan Galden. And they have the best U23 goalkeeper in the world. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, I was letting I'm getting away from that. But in anyway, the Americas, right? In the world. In the world. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're sticking to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's Hazel, Van de Voort, and then Yumo Obata. So yeah, so the I do think they're good. Like Gold is good. I think his card is going to be like literally priced near Carlos heel. Like I think people don't recognize because he didn't have a card or at least people who don't, um, don't follow him now, follow MLS enough. But like, because we've talked about this with, uh, on a completely different subject, but like with somebody like Gabriel, how if there's not like a lot of cards and not a lot of people are looking for them. And so they don't necessarily look yeah. for it. But like, Gold scores are legit, and he yep. should be taking all set pieces for Vancouver. They have a pretty good like attacking line with uh, Dahomey, who I have also, so I'm biased there. Um, and oh, was gonna, it was Brian, Brian White's White. The one. Yeah, Brian White the one. was the one who got hurt. That's yep, right. Yep. So, but we don't know if he's actually like hurt, no. hurt or like... he got, he took a knock in training today. That's what that's all we saw, uh, yeah. and he left training. So I. I'm just, I'm not a Brian White guy. I'm, I'll just put it that way. But So you I like Cavs? Ha- What's that? You like Cavs? 
I, well, I, Lucas Cavallini is like one of the first cards I bought on So Rare. And I was like, I'm going to buy somebody I know is going to play. And the dude got injured like the next day and has played three times since. I think he's played more for Canada than he has for Vancouver. Um, and but he, he doesn't, doesn't play for me. Canada. What's that? But he doesn't play for Canada. He just kind of watches. He's just there. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I, I'm not. So uh, it's those two. And I'm, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Who's the young kid um, who never played? Anybody in chat have that one? I'm going to have to look it up now. Actually, I can just look at my own page because I have his limited card. But anyway, they have good players. And I think, I mean, they made the playoffs last year. And I think a lot of people have like just decided to ignore that. And not that like that means they're going to make the playoffs again. But uh, I think they're fine. And I think they're good enough. Oh, Diver Caicedo. That's who it was. So, yeah, I think Vancouver should be better and or good should be good and that's what allows me to be a little more confident about having thomas hazel as a u23 goal that's all but yeah i like the san jose shout like san jose has better players than like they've they've improved the team this year and as much as many like wando jokes as you want to make like wando's not there anymore so i think not that it's like addition by subtraction but it might be um so those were like two that and then I, I just still don't believe in Chicago. And Columbus just seems like a team that like has to be better because they used to be good. Like, I, unfortunately, I don't have anything other than that. Like, they went to MLS Cup with basically the same players. Obviously, right. the manager's different now. But it's the same they players. Won, right? They won MLS Cup. They won it, right. Yeah. Uh, so Arter's back, and I don't know. I just believe Every, Everybody's two years older. That's fair. Same players. They're all two years older. They're just older. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> no, I think I think they could be fine. I, I I don't pay. I haven't paid enough attention to their offseason, but it doesn't seem like that they brought anything in to change anything. And yeah, Arthur being healthy for now seems great. Uh, once he plays like four games in a row, then you might have a believer out of me. I don't know. I held on to his rare card for so long and i read this article earlier this preseason and they were like yeah they're just it's he's now has like a different uh, this hip thing's just not going away and um they don't know when he's going to train and i was yeah. like they don't know when he's going to train i'm right, like that's I'm, scary that's scary i am out i sold him the dude returned the next day after i sold him and has played in every preseason game crazy like classic MLS re injury reporting right there. Yeah. yeah, we don't know when he's going to play. Uh, and then he'll play all the time. And I assume Aiden Morris comes back. Like, they'll have a little more depth in the midfield. I think that's the only – like, the depth actually might be a little detrimental. Maybe Nagby rests a little more than he was last year. But they have yeah. good players. They just need a striker. It's like Philadelphia. Yeah. They had one. <laughs> yeah. That does feel a lot like Philadelphia. You're right. That, they're going to be an interesting team because they're so good and so stacked defensively. Like I feel yeah. like they're like really built well out of the back, and I guess Mon Montero moving might hurt them a little bit. But I guess that just frees up space for Paxton, right? I hope so. Yeah, that would be fun. So, so um, yeah, I don't know. But who's going to bang in the sitters? I don't, I don't know. It's not Sergio Santos because the dude can't bang in anything. <laughs> no. That, that is it, Corey Burke. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They I, I, I would not be excited about those options. No, I'm not. I'm not going out to buy them. Like when Shabilko um, left, I wasn't like, oh, let me get the next guy. Like I'm, I don't want any part of that next guy. Yeah. Hendo's asking if Reynoso is good to go. Hendo, I believe he is good to go. He's in Minnesota. He went back to Argentina for a separate issue after his uh, legal troubles, but I believe he's back in Minnesota and ready to go just hope he doesn't have to go back to argentina again going back again sounds like it would be really bad that's all i'm a reynoso rare card holder though so man just take his passport away please <laughs> what's the can we do a, a, a permanent reverse, residence reverse extradition just keep him yeah. there you probably shouldn't joke about that anyway yeah i think i don't know anything about minnesota but i know everybody like if they're going to be good but i know everybody's making me nervous about dane st Clair taking over for tyler miller I just see lots of rumors about him going to uh, New England. Who? 
Dang St. Clair. Oh, St. Clair, not Miller. Yeah. Um, but but I think that the price is is hefty if for Minnesota to want to get rid of him. Right. Whatever that means. Whatever that means. Yeah. yeah I mean, I think that's reasonable. Uh, him leaving as somebody with Tyler Miller, I'm perfectly content with St. Clair leaving. But yeah, it's extremely selfish. Mike Baston's asking about Ochoa. Apparently, Ochoa took a knock in training yesterday. Um, no, it was in, in a uh, preseason it was in game. The preseason game. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, so Zach McMath season? He, he asked for a uh, uh, sub, but then he like was seen like walking around, joking around um, after the game. So uh, I would pay really close attention to news on him over the next two days. Hopefully you'll get something. Um, I'll be paying attention as well if you want to shoot me a DM. I'll be watching all the way up until deadline time. So, did Do you have an Ochoa? Oh, you have three of them, right? Or is it two? Uh, I think just two. Just yeah. two. I had a limited at one point, hmm. but I think I sold it. I I just want to say for everybody who keeps banging on about his mustache, the dude did not grow a mustache. It's just a Van Dyke, and I'm I'm like I get angry about this. That everyone's like, oh, he's got a mustache. Everything's different now. If you have anything on your chin, the mustache qualification is gone. I'm just saying. Anyway, I think he would look a lot better if he just just had the mustache. I agree. Just rock the mustache. Just go for it. My gosh. Anyway. And we, we could start calling him Officer Achilla. <laughs> okay. Quinny's all about John Bond. I get it. The, I mean, like, the Galaxy is another team that, like, they should be good, but I only say that because of the Galaxy. I think everybody's really high on um, Efrain Alvarez and Araujo and I – I think they're fine. Like they just seem like winger guys to me. But they're U23, so everyone gets really excited. But I don't know. I'm not gonna say that I like scouted those players to think if they were any good. But do you want to answer the question of why Miles Robinson is still in MLS? I have no idea. You um, love him. I do. I do. Uh, my guess is Atlanta just didn't get a big enough offer. I don't know. Maybe this summer he'll go. He going for 0.299. That's not nothing. I mean, he he's weird because he's not like a matrix breaker. He does not really crush the matrix. Um, Super consistent, especially especially in international games. Like you look at a lot of those lower scores; those are international games. Um, I don't I don't really don't know the. They probably don't have as much possession or something uh, on the national team, but he definitely does not score as well on the national team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hendo, congrats on your nine pound McMath. I had a McMath once that I traded for. <laughs> I traded it for a Camilo Vargas one of a thousand. And then I sold that for something else. But I bought McMath as soon as Joshua had something. Was he gone for internationals, maybe? He got hurt a little bit too last year as well. I, yeah. I, I own a really cheap uh, McMath just as a little bit of a hedge. You should. Yeah. Yeah. I should probably own two. Yeah. And I should own one because I don't own Ochoa. But exactly. Because your, your reverse handcuff. Thing. Right. Yeah. I'll handcuff your goalies. <laughs> and then when one goes down, you hey, come on over. Yeah. That's great. Do you believe in Bob Bradley turning Toronto FC around? No. <laughs> wow. That was so quick. Uh, I mean, they spent all their all their money on a guy that's not here yet. <laughs> I just and it's I don't, been hurt quite a bit lately too. I, I just don't see it as being like an immediate uh, immediate fix, but um, I guess we'll see. I don't know what I I don't know what else what other changes they've made either. I mean, they still have two shaky goalkeepers. Um, if that matters, if goalkeepers matter, I don't know. Uh, who else did they buy? They bought somebody else. They got Salcedo from yeah. Tigres. He's supposed to be a beast. Peachy told us he was a beast. Yeah, he's okay. And but they then they, of... they gave up Sal, uh, Sal, Soteldo. Soteldo yeah. for Sal... Salcedo. Yeah. yeah. Not gonna, <laughs> You're not, not going to go there? there. No. <laughs> they didn't really need Soteldo, though. What, like, Pozuelo's back, and when Insignia comes, and obviously Michael Bradley's there pulling all the strings. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> pulling all the strings. <laughs> 
Well, you know he's going to play every minute of every game because his dad's coaching. So uh, you would, I mean, <laughs> can we get him on on like free kicks? Yeah, like isn't yeah. that what dads are supposed to do? Yeah, dads put their kids on set pieces and PKs. So, uh, uh, hey, everybody out there, buy buy. Let's make Bradley. it happen, Bob. <laughs> Man, I mean, this is this is well. It's I guess technically it's Canada. I was going to say it's America, and that's that's what happens in youth soccer here. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're American just because it's they're in Toronto. It's, yeah, yeah, the rules apply. Sons take penalties That's and right. free kicks. Can you just all, see that conversation, like when Insignia goes over and he's like, "I got this," and Mike's like, mm-mm, "Mm-mm, that's my dad. These yep. are mine now." He points over at Coach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for the record, Andy and I are both Michael Bradley super rare card holders. Mm-hmm. We got in at slightly different prices, but we both have them. Um, so I think, yeah, Toronto, Toronto should fit in that category that I put Columbus and like, they were good. So they, and so they should be good, but I just, I'm just not buying Toronto, but it seems like Westberg is the starter. Why? Cause he bought his own card. Yeah. Cause he had his own card. So he, uh, yeah. Westberg has his own signature card and then went out and bought another rare version of his own like, car. Like two days ago. Yeah. So. So you think that confirms he's a starter or he just wanted another card of himself? I just don't think he would buy his own card if it was worthless, right? Yeah, he seems to actually be playing the game, by the way. Mm-hmm. He's been submitting lineups. So maybe he, man, maybe he should buy Bond too. And kind of have, be able to, you don't think so? I think it's very telling that he hasn't. No? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Are you buying Westberg then? No. Come on. No. It's a goalkeeper. Yeah, he is. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I, I sold one of You don't see that as like a flip opportunity then? I Point think... 0.164. What is he going for? 0.164. That's the floor. I mean, I'm not here to tell anyone what to buy, but... If you need a starter, that seems pretty low. If he starts this weekend, does that price go up? Is he? I mean, I would assume so. Does he show up? Let me see if I can pull this up. Did he have enough starts? Like, was he starting at the end of last year? He was, like, real flaky, like, in and out. I don't know if he had seven in the last, what, seven in the last 40? I mean, I'm just going to scroll to the... Oh, my God, he's literally dead last. Yeah. Um, oh, look who's right above him, David Ochoa. Oh. Big difference there. Hmm. I think LAFC... Oh, wait, let me put some prices in. LAFC should be better this year, too. And I say that as somebody who desperately needs Carlos Vela to be great again. Yeah. But I think, I think that price... It, as crazy as it sounds, I think that price is reasonable if you're somebody who can like stomach the possibility that he lasts one game. Like I don't think he does, but he's been starting the preseason games, so that's the only thing I can say about it. But I, I want no part of it. And it sounds like Nick Marsman, speaking of goalies, is like closer to coming back than not, but Clement Jopp probably starts the first game. So are you buying a Jopp and flipping it? I, I did buy a Jopp. And I already had one. Are you going to try to sell it? Yeah. Was it rare or limited? Rare. So are you... I'll admit, it felt really stupid at the time. And now that I'm talking about it, it feels even dumber. So are you going to wait till he plays a game first? I'm going to post it as soon as... Like, I'll, I'll have it up on the market for when he starts. And then I assume that everybody will under like the ones I'm not going to put it as the, the lowest because I believe I, <laughs> there's already some below where I bought it, but I'm assuming that the floors, you know, the floor gets swept. Is that the NFT uh, term for it? And hopefully, sure. hopefully I make 0.00001 and then I move on. Hmm. That's all. I think that's a bold strategy. If, like I said, felt dumb at the time. Feels dumber now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But they're playing Chicago. Ah, so he gets the clean sheet and then... Hopefully. And then people... 
see that he's not the starter. And they're like, well, no, then they're like, you can't bench him after a clean sheet, can you? And then he goes up to 0.7, and then I sell. Okay. It's an idea. It's a thought. It's an idea. Good or bad, it's an idea, at least. But, yeah, I mean, like... Who's been playing the Portland uh, uh, preseason games? So, I was on, like, a Twitter conversation about this because somebody was like surely it's Ivacic right and I was like well I have one so yeah I would love that to be the case but I have no idea and they had a preseason game coming up and they somebody was like if he starts this preseason game then he like it's he's locked in yeah and then they came out with the lineup and it was like all reserve players and academy players and not him so then it was like well he didn't start this one but none of the starters did so like maybe he is so nobody knows Hmm. Weird. I would be. I would like it if it's him, just because it gives me an option. But if it's Hunter Salty, I'll take that. I don't think Salty's played like a second in the preseason, but I thought I thought Bingham was the other option. Oh, Bingham, right? No, uh, yeah, Bingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have him either. I mean, I'm not going to start like. You don't want to handcuff that situation? Handcuffing the handcuff that I already <laughs> bought over a year ago. <laughs> No, I'm I'm out on that. Mike's asking about the Dallas situation. I believe Pace is going to be the starter this weekend because Maurer like hurt his foot in training, and I can't see Maurer getting that job back. Yeah, I think that if if uh, he doesn't, if as long as he doesn't lose the job, Pace is keeping it. Right. Right. But yeah, I mean, I I still we. I thought we talked about this a while ago and by a while ago, I mean like two weeks, but just how like the top end of the MLS goalie market is so much higher than the middle. Yeah. Um, like just as you, I mean, obviously you scroll up, you're like getting the better guys, but like Sean Johnson at 0.72 Cornell at 0.827 for like an average. And then like Guzan is 0.37 Clark 0.375. I don't think there's like that much of a difference. Why is Blake so far down on this list? Um, you have sorted by last uh, last fifteen. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, Blake's great. Fry point yeah. Fry just sold. I think everybody talks about these guys. I won't say their name, but these guys um, offensively and like how they're how good they're going to be offensively. It might be. They're the defensive stack that you want to own. Because Yamar just crushes. He crushes. Nuhu is so good. Um, although I, I think that they've changed shape a little bit, and he might be playing more of like a wingback role. I think so, yeah. But, uh, or at least uh, fullback, yeah. Yeah. Um, and who's who's the other guy that plays centrally, that plays for uh, – Ariega. Ariega, yeah. And he, he, he tends to crush too. Um, man, I think, that, I think that that could be what – what you want from Seattle. They're good. Yeah. Do, do you think, I mean, surely you you only play one of one of the defenders though. Like I feel like uh, if you're going to stack them, you're not going to stack. I would stack them both. But then you, then you're leaving yourself only. I don't know. Yamar can bang out a hundred. I mean, it's not crazy. Oh, I guess we can use concepts, right? We can. I just mean like if if you go with the two defender route with these guys, now you're kind of stuck with only two of the attacking options. And if they score all these goals, then you're kind of like losing out a little bit. I think my point is maybe they don't score all these goals and maybe it's they're just a really good defensive team. Yeah. This isn't. I think I broke it because we're too far back. Ah, well. Yeah. And is there, I mean, who who would you even play? Like, let's say you did play Yamar and Fry and, uh, uh, God, I keep forgetting. I think, I think <laughs> ideally, I think, the I, I think the ideal Seattle five-man stack is Fry, Yamar, 
Rusnak, Rui Diaz, and Jao Paolo. With apologies to your boy, Nico Ladero. No, I get it. I mean, he's never going to play 90. At least, at least early in the season. Yeah. But no, no, uh, no Morris over Rui. Or I, no Morris and Rui, and not Jao Paulo. Right. Um, I guess you can make a case for like Christian Roldan too. Yeah, there are a lot of options you can play. Like I think that's kind of the point that they. Yeah. Martin's on the train that Rusnak's going to be worse than last year. Way worse. That's what I think too. Just because I have Ladero super rare and, and Laird has Rusnak super rare. We have a lot of banter over this. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah, I think... I mean, obviously... Well, not obviously. I assume he won't have penalties, which he did at RSL. But I think that Seattle's just going to score. Just gets them? I thought Ladero had him. I mean, he he's taken them in the past. Rui Diaz has taken them in the past. Um, did Rusnak take them at uh, yeah. RSL? Yeah. So, I mean, you have three guys there that could theoretically like split them maybe. Mm-hmm. Or just Rusnak takes all of them. That would be fun. <laughs> or like they decide that they're going to go the whole uh, like center back takes them and, and Yamar is going to pop in. and Ooh, that could definitely happen. Let me see if I can. Nope. Yeah, I just, I mean, I think if Seattle is not good this year, that's going to be more surprising than anything else. So, I don't know. Could they be infuriating, though, for SO5 owners? Because they. Like Ladero pops off this game, and then Rusnak pops off this game, and then it's uh, Morris this game. But it's they never really hit at the same time. It's just like different combos, right. like Roldan and Morris this game, and then Rui Diaz and Ladero, and they just all kind of have different games where they're good. When you look at another team, and they might be more predictable, like Shakiri and and Casper are going to be the two guy, like the two big threats in Chicago. Like, just get them. I mean, I guess it makes sense. The so like this. Plus, they'll be rotated. Like, I'm not sure who's yeah. rotating out though. Or Ladero. Who... Okay, but like the other guy. Like, I I just El Paulo for each other, and that's it. No, I don't know. Like, I I, I, I don't think these guys losing minutes to Kellen Rowe. Like yeah. stuff like that. Like I agree with that. Their first eleven and everybody is much different than everybody else in terms of like the rest of the guys on the bench. It looked like they had two kids that they want to give minutes to. Yeah, Atencio is that his name? Atencio, yeah. Atencio, I think. Yeah. And then I, I can't remember the other. He's got like a like three names or something. Oh, Baker Whiting, something or other. Yeah, something they like Baker him a Whiting. lot. I mean, realistically, they're not going to like get tons of minutes over these guys. Yeah, that's fair. Saying. And they need somebody to play Ladero's second forty-five, <laughs> or at least his second, his his thirty. I'll oh give him man, that. he's he's put that knee through like some kind of like special, I don't know, that magic spray. He, he spent the entire season with that magic spray right. on that. Bathes in it. Oh yeah, he's gonna be good. Yeah, ninety yeah. minutes here soon. So I just looked it up. Seattle had six penalties last year. Rui Diaz took five, made four yeah. of them. One was saved. Guess who took the other one? Um, Freddie Montero. Okay, wow. Who, I guess, takes minutes from Rui Diaz. You know who I should have guessed? Will Bruin. Missed opportunity for me. So Mike's asking if Charlotte is going to be as bad as Miami were last season. I... From what I gather, and apologies to our friend Trippin B, yeah. who is a Charlotte FC supporter, but I, my opinion stems from how he has been reacting. And based on his reactions, I think they'll be worse than Miami. Not even as bad. I think they might be worse. What was the coach's comment at the press conference when they failed to sign one of their DPs? Yeah. That, uh, basically that they were horrible. That the, like, the players they had were not, not any good. 
And I saw they had some injury today that, that they're going to open the season with no DPs, which seems bad. That could be a disaster. It could be really, really bad. Uh, and there's, it's a reason why a lot of people like DC United in this first week, because Charlotte is just an absolute mess in terms of quality. Do you think, do you think that there's um, like an inherent advantage to owning uh, players in the East versus the West? So I, I talked about this with Quinny uh, last week, and there was an article on the FC Dallas like f- fan website called um, Big D Soccer, I think it's called. And they were saying how like the Western Conference is just better than the Eastern Conference in terms of quality of teams. And that got even more prevalent when the Eastern Conference added Charlotte and Nashville got sent to the West. Mm-hmm. And like every you so you don't play every team from the other conference. So your like strength of schedule is like who you play in your conference and then like which teams you get from the Eastern Conference or the Western Conference. And they were saying that Seattle has like one of the easiest or has the easiest schedule in the league because they don't have to play themselves. So like they're the considered like a top team. They don't have to play each other. They don't have to play themselves. And I think all but two of the Eastern conference teams they play didn't make the playoffs last year. Now MLS playoff turnover is significant every year. So like that doesn't right. mean a whole lot right now, but Seattle has like a fairly easy schedule. I think uh, San Jose was all and Vancouver have fairly easy schedules. And it was like Dallas has like the toughest one and they're not that good anyway. And I forget what the Eastern conference teams even look like, but the Eastern conference is definitely easier, even though we have have teams like you have Charlotte, Cincinnati, Miami, um, like right off, right off the cuff there. You have teams that, I mean, is, is Orlando good this year? I don't feel like the, I feel like they, they only got worse. I agree. I agree. So, I mean, there's a lot of teams in there that like, um, when, when, like, if you have, I don't know, matchups that you can play, you'll be looking towards those matchups and be salivating for, for some of those. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've just been looking at futures, which I tweeted about the other day that I think there, some of them seem a little wonky. And it's when I initially got defensive about Vancouver because looking at DraftKings Sportsbook right now, Vancouver and now granted, these are odds to like win the supporter shield to like finish with the best record. And like, once you get the long odds, like it's, I don't look at it as like their, their actual chances of winning the supporter shield, but just like in comparison to other teams, how are they doing? Right, right. Like Vancouver has the same odds as Chicago and Miami, which is yeah. insanity. That, that's crazy. It's crazy. So the teams that are worse than them, there are five. Montreal, which seems reasonable. Like, like I don't think Montreal is going to be that good. Houston, who could be terrible. Austin, same thing. And then San Jose, who I think are much better than what they're giving, getting credit for. And then Cincinnati's dead last. And that I don't think that's surprising anybody. So there's that. Uh, yeah, I think, I don't know. It, it all like Orlando obviously lost Nani and um, Mueller, Mueller and Daryl Dyke. Oh yeah, and but Irkin Kara is like legit. It's just a matter of how quickly he can convert, you know, get himself ready for MLS. Like not yeah. everybody comes over and is great, so there's that. Um, but I just like I, the fact that. Like Vancouver is level in these odds with Chicago and Miami, but like DC United is ahead of Portland and ahead of Minnesota and and like Charlotte, like Charlotte is ahead of them and like Charlotte is absolutely garbage. So I don't know what to say about any of it. Yeah, all of the like futures I've looked at, they don't make any sense, but I'm also not willing to put money down on like Vancouver winning the supporter shield. Right. But of course, but, not, like, no. but like, same thing. The one I'm looking at right here has like Vancouver and Charlotte right next to each other, plus four thousand, plus five thousand. Like, it's crazy. It's insane. On this book on on DraftKings, who do you think is the uh, odds leader to win the Golden Boot? 
to win the Golden Boot? Um, man, that's a good question. I would sports book. I would say it's it's Vela. Uh, Vela is one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh. Wow, um, tied for sixth. Excuse me. Okay, that's that's crazy. You should Joseph? check. The, you should check the chat. Chicha, huh? Chicharito. Yeah. It's Chicharito, Yosef, Arango, Castellanos, which is absurd because he's probably leaving in the summer. Yeah. Ola Kamara, who's not playing. Uh, and then it's Rui Diaz and Vela. Which could mm. be any of those guys. Why not? Yeah. Or somebody else. Yeah. Or totally somebody else. I mean, Saloy was like right there. Shallow. Uh, oh, yeah. Shallow. Yeah. He was there, you know. What until like August? Mm-hmm. He was right there with with everybody else. Little Kamara. Yeah, well, yeah. And Tati won it. He was like plus twenty five hundred, I think, at one point. Stole it there at the end, I guess. Yeah. Shabilko, like Barrich is still on the list. I don't think he's in the league, so they have some work to do. Don't don't take that bet. Is he is he completely unsigned right now? I think so. And it should stay that way. I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah, taxi. I don't think there are odds for taxi. Yeah, he's not on the list, Mike. Sorry, but yeah, he's part of the DC United remake. So, did, so I saw something floating around Twitter yesterday. I was swamped at work, and I saw it was like a list of like pick your golden boot, pick your. Oh yeah, pick, who's who's on your list? Um, I don't even remember. Who I put on? Let me see if I. Can well, who's your MVP? I think I said Ryan Gold. Okay. And that just made me go deeper into the Vancouver, uh, <laughs> the Vancouver pit there. Um, I think. I mean, I I liked some of the options. I believe I said the defender of the year was going to be Tiago Martins. Hmm, that's interesting. Who I think is going to be really good. Like that was one of those weird moves that. Everyone now that's not just a homer like, pick, right? No, no, no. I mean, it's like partial homer. Okay, like, fair enough. I'll admit, yeah. the Sean Johnson for goalkeeper of the year, that was the homer pick. Okay, fair but enough. But I, I do think that Tiago Martins is going to be really good. And I think there's a decent chance they either play three at the back or one of Callens or Cheneau. Probably Cheneau gets benched for Martins. Yeah. Um, I think I said Almada was going to be the newcomer of the year. It was a Tiago party, I remember. If, um, if Tenerholm does come back... Do, do they somehow run – I guess they would have to go to three in the back with Callens, Tenor, and uh, Martins, right? I That's what I think they would do, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and then Tenor home is like a wing back. Yeah. Yeah. No, wait. Tenor home would play like wing back in like a 3-5-2 or something. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They did that sporadically last year. They did like – uh, Cheneau, Callens, and Sands in the okay. back three. Right. And then Tinnerholm and Amundsen or Thor on the outside. Thorarenson's gone, which is kind of a bummer. Um, so, yeah, I yeah, I said the golden boot was going to be Chicharito. Okay. Peachy's just too convincing to me. <laughs> but, like, he was awesome last year until he got hurt. Like he was headed to win the golden boot. Yeah, he he really was. And, and so he, he was out for like it felt like t- two months. Maybe I'm overestimating. It was a long time. It was wait. It felt like way too long. Yeah. Yeah. It and was, and I, I get that. Like I, somebody was kind of talking about Chicha a little bit today, and like talking about like his all around was, was crap and whatever. But he bangs in goals. Yeah. He, he was scoring goals. It felt like in every game he played. So give me that. I'll take that all day long. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, AA is sexy. I love my wingers that, that collect lots of AA and take sets and corners, whatever. But give me a guy that bangs in goals. I'll take that. Yeah. You know who usually has like a pretty poor all around is Robert Lewandowski, and people seem to be perfectly content buying him. So He's okay. Yeah. He's okay. So what I was going to say about Tiago Martins is everyone who had him from when he was with uh, Marinos – was like crushed that he was leaving. And the scores up here on the screen, apologies for those listening, 
Like his scores are awesome. And like, he's not going to score this well in major league soccer, but he could still be the best defender in the league. And so it just, he's going to be one of those that's like probably better in real life than he is in the so rare scoring matrix, which for someone like me who likes New York city FC and doesn't own him in so rare is perfectly fine. <laughs> Although I did think about buying him. He was, he got a little, how do you, how do you not just own like a full NYC stack? Uh, I have it. I had one already. I just didn't have him yet. And then parks is gone. No, Sands is gone. Or Sands is gone. Yeah. Did you have Sands? I had him, but I sold him. Okay. And you still have parks. Still have parks. I can't sell parks. That was the first card I ever made. What defender do you have? I have Chanel. So you're going to have the one that doesn't play. The one that doesn't play. Correct. <laughs> These are all unlimited too. I didn't buy any of them in rares. Ah, okay. Yeah. I, yeah, they're, I mean, yeah, I think they're, they'll be a good team this year again. I mean, obviously they won MLS cup, so they're good, but I think Martins is really good, uh, but he just might be one of those that's really good in real life and not in, in so rare. So it is what it is. Um, Mike was asking if Kyrie Shelton, ex NYCFC, will replace Polito, and I just don't see it happening. I mean, he, he's going to play, right? That doesn't mean. But what do you mean? I mean, he's going to start. Does he even have to start? Can't they just start a uh, Russell and? I guess Shelton is it. <laughs> I don't follow SKC very much. <laughs> I don't have any of their players. As soon as I sold Tim Mealy, I was out on it on Sporting Kansas City. Yeah, I think that he kind of has to start, and I don't think that that means he's going to score well, but he'll probably play some. And they, yeah. they did; they signed somebody else, uh, maybe not a DP, but some like an international slot guy. Uh, I think recently. Yeah, I was never a a huge fan of his, so that's fine. Shallowy and Russell out wide. Yeah. Hmm. It just doesn't sound like it's going to work. I did. I do think that they they spent some money on a, an international nine guy. Yeah. I don't know if they'll be as good. They're totally a team that's like, oh, they're always good, so they'll be good. But I don't know. Yeah, everybody's a year older. Zeusy's a year older. Melia's a year older. Uh, JFR is a year older. Could be fun. Felipe Hernandez is back, though. Yeah. I'm keeping an eye on that guy. That's all. But yeah, they're a team and they're fine. Like, I don't know. It's just not one that, like, Russell is obviously awesome. But, like, is there any way he does this again? He can't, right? Sure. You keep taking sets. Keep playing forward and getting some decisives. Yeah, you can do that again. I guess. And Mukhtar. I mean, what's better? What's better than a than a forward that takes sets? That's like no nothing. That's like it's the, the best. best. Yeah, yeah, it's the best. They're not many either. Like my um, boy Jerry Bowen. Yeah, Bowen. Boo takes them when Gil isn't. Yeah. I assumed uh, Driu Driuzzi takes them because why wouldn't he? Yeah. But mm, got some got some Paxton Paxton Pomical guys in chat. You're you're an owner, right? You're a believer. <laughs> Believers. That's a little bit of a stretch, but I might own his. He scored the other day. Did he? He was one of the first like big purchases I made. And I, I own a priced. very early copy of Paxton. Um, I don't think it's the one of 100, but it's, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, I really wanted to believe in him. And let's see. Oh, I, I have the 10. 41 of 100 that I bought for 0.11 a year ago. Okay. Um, March 4th. And I remember that was like the most I had spent, but I was like, he's going to be awesome. And it turns out he was not awesome last year. 
Or he got hurt, and then he was just well, like, he barely used him. He was he was recovering from an ACL. Was yeah. it was it last year or the year before? It was the year before, but it like took him all of last year. Yeah. Yeah, he was in that like first year of kind of being back, but not really. Right. But he's young. Like he's still got. I mean, he's U twenty three. Wow, until twenty twenty four. Yeah, my hope, and yeah, my hope is that he takes over on all set pieces, and everybody who has Jesus Ferreira suffers for it. <laughs> Sorry for the everyone who has Jesus Ferreira because I don't. So you go out and you pump Jesus Ferreira and secretly buy Paxton Pomichol on the back end and hope that he gets all the sets? There was no oh. pumping of Jesus Ferreira by me. Absolutely none. That's fair. It was the PSU fan pump of the week. That is, I was not doing that at all. But I only did that because I had Julian Alvarez. I didn't need it. But yeah, hopefully, like, Parmichael, like, profiles to be great. If he could take, if he gets sets, it's awesome. Speaking of Julian Alvarez, somebody said this in chat, like, I don't know, the very, very beginning. Um, so we're going to talk about MLS now for the next hour. And then, you know, Minero stacks are still going to win America. And River Plate stacks are still going to win America. I don't remember who that was, but that was a funny comment. And um, it might actually be true. I mean, I, as somebody who has some River Plate cards, that's like, I'm playing them. Like, they're usually better than my MLS cards. So, yeah, for these first like three weeks, I have like this. Uh, what I feel like is a sweet setup of like Mexican stacks and MLS. So I'm yeah. going to be just playing home teams, matchups, like mix and match those things. Um, so I'm hoping that like I can win some in America with non MLS players, yeah. but, or maybe MLS players kind of scattered in, but uh, I do think that we're going to see a lot of that where like river stacks are just going to win certain weeks. Like, Hey, we're giving away 25 cards in Rare Pro. If River Plate go and win 4 nothing this weekend, like, welcome back, MLS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the River Plate will be tough this year, yeah, because of the rotation. A few people are talking yeah, about that. Yeah, that's fair. Tonight. That's fair. Uh, yeah, just play, just buy the guys that don't rotate. Yeah, or like if, if De La Cruz stays hurt and, you know, whatever, then, you know, I guess Barco's open season and I don't know, whoever else that no. they have like seven midfielders. I feel yeah. Like. They've got a lot, but all, and all their defenders are hurt except Diaz, who was just sick. Hopefully. Oh yeah. I have, the, one too. I, have I think it's Angulary or, uh, what, what's up with him? Like he was did, hurt last year. Now he's hurt again. You know, did you notice that he has a red X on his name now? No. Well, he does. Because he's not playing until like he's out, he's done. He wanted to move, they wouldn't give him one, and now he's been like sent to the reserves. And so he's out. just not playing until they move him. And no, 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 he's I, out of contract I, in June. Like oh, he's okay. staying until he's out of contract. Like the, the truly worst situation possible happened. Yeah, great, great, just awful. Ooh, De La Cruz is back this weekend. That's good to hear. Oh, I didn't see that. I saw Diaz is back. Not. De La Cruz. I guess the ice pack size on his knee was not as big as uh, some of the other guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Nothing better than the internet diagnosis by non-doctors on sports injuries. That's, yes. just, that's just it. Um, we've gone over an hour. Do we have, did we, I mean, there's like so much more MLS we could talk, but is there anything that you wanted to like actually talk about yet? Um, so I'm going to still run his, uh, Chicago fire stack this year. I don't think any guys are left. I think they're literally all gone. Okay. Yeah. Calvo's gone. Madron is dead. Barrick. Uh, Barrick's dead. Goalkeeper. Who did he have a goalkeeper? Goalkeeper. I assume he had Shuttleworth. Okay. He's still, uh, I don't even know if he's still there, but he's not the starter. I wonder who else he had. That's that right there is why you don't buy Chicago Fire Stacks. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I guess he had. Um, did he have a Shabilka? I don't even know. Bald Sherlock was saying that's why you go to Peru to win Americas. Although now we have that worry that they don't score their game, all their games. Yeah, that's. But they ended up scoring that game. They they had. They did end up scoring it. Yes. Yeah. 
man, that proves that Peruvian team that I kind of like jokingly made fun of, like, uh, I don't know, six months ago when they added them. This ha 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 mid table Peruvian team. Yeah, they absolutely man, they, crush. They look pretty good right now. <laughs> they're really good. They look pretty good. Not going to lie. I'm not going to say they're the same, but I'm pretty sure Minero was like similarly mid table when they put him on the platform. And then, my God, they just destroy everybody. Yeah. There were a few people that just like went out, like crazily bought Minero stacks. I know El Sid was one of them, the guy that we kind of chat to, chat with. And it was funny because there were midweeks where there was like three or four games going on in America, and he had like eight stacks of yeah, and just would clean up, would just clean, absolutely, yeah, absolutely clean up everything. Even like global all star, yeah, dudes clean it up. Fun to watch. It was fun. That was that was sharp. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Props to El Cid for those. Um, Are we going to see more um, uh, weird midweek stuff with either? ccl games or i know that there's some mexican uh liga mx stuff that's going to be going on in the midweeks uh what's the uh libertadores too yeah yeah i guess there'll be midweeks where people can kind of exploit those and and you know yeah try to win one of the six prizes yeah I, I do know that there are fewer MLS, like, regular season matches during midweeks. There's season. not one until, like, May or yeah. something. Like, it's, it's a long, long time. time. Yeah. yeah, so uh, we got used to that last year, like, having them what felt like every week. Uh, but they, they, like, made a point to not have as many this year. Did they so, do that for, for COVID reasons? Like, if a game gets canceled, then they can play in the midweek or something? Pro- it's, that sounds reasonable. Um, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a reasonable reason to do it. I think part of it was just there was just too much travel and with how difficult travel was that they didn't want to kind of accentuate it. But that's where that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right, we we can end there. Um, but for everybody who's still here, thank you for uh, doing that. I will be back here um, on Wednesday at 1 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock uh, Greenwich Mean Time. Because we've got a big solar data announcement uh, about some new tool and features that we are coming out with this week, and we wanted to show it to you guys. So me and Maxime will be here uh, for that tomorrow, and then on Friday, um, those of you who watch or listen to the solar data strategy show, Sean is out this week, and I'm bringing Quinny in to take his spot. So if you have anything you want us to touch on, feel free to do that. Quinny's been—I don't think there's anybody who is more excited about. Game Week 248 than Quinny, so it'll be exciting to find out kind of what he did and um, whether he found it as stressful as as you and I did, Andy. So we'll see that. So uh, he's everyone... Probably, probably excited, but he's also stressed out. <laughs> I can't picture Quinny really stressed out. Neither can I. Yeah, so, that's fair. But, but maybe it'll come out on Friday. So everybody um, definitely come back to check that out. If you guys wouldn't mind just hitting the like button below, I know Mike uh, Basson asked you guys to do that at the beginning. If you haven't done it, please um, do that because it helps us. If you could subscribe to the channel, that's also very helpful. And for those of you who listen on the audio version, if you could just rate and review it. If you watch this live or if you watch the replay and you don't listen to the audio version, it really doesn't hurt to just go in and subscribe on whatever platforms you subscribe to your podcasts. You don't have to listen. So um you can just download it or play in the background, listen twice, whatever you want, anything helps. So uh, thank you everyone for joining us. Uh, we'll be back next week with another topic. If there's anything you want us to discuss specifically, hopefully it's about all of our triumphs for Game Week 248. But just in case it's not, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Andrew M. Laird. Uh, Andy is at ablack86, so hit us up there. Thank you for that, Andy. I'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. See you.